0: Welcome back to Real Adventures for B F Goodrich Tyres. It's now time for the Social Club, where we answer your questions from social media and, of course, the Real Adventures app, where it is an easy way to send in a question for us to answer. And you can also check out the other features, which include fishing hints, some amazing recipes, and there is plenty more. And, Patrick, the first question far away is from Paul.
1: First question is from Paul Redman. Is it true that if spiked by a flathead, you rub the belly of it, on the affected area to ease the pain. This <laughs> really, this sort of old man wise sort of tales. I, I sort think. Of stuff, isn't I it?
0: think this is the dad one that works. Like you know, when you go out with your dad and you're young and you like crack the shit, well, crack the sads. I shouldn't say that. But basically, you uh, get spiked by a flathead, and your dad's trying to get you to stay out there longer so he can catch his five kilo snapper. And he goes, you get yeah. spike, and you've really cracked it. Like you've really cracked it. You've got spike. And he goes, oh no, you rubbed the belly of the flathead. And I reckon that rumor's escalated over the last thirty years because it doesn't work. It does not work. It's like
1: it's like when um, when when you you don't get seasick. Actually, no, you do. You do get seasick. Anyway, when I don't you do get seasick. You know, yes, you refuse to go in the cabin of a boat. You, oh, oh, as soon as I look at the cabin of a boat, yeah, I'm no good in the cabin of a yeah, boat, no the cabin of boat. Yeah, I'm no good in there. Sorry. So, but don't don't lie to me. Don't lie to our listeners. Anyway, um, but being out on the boat, whenever you get seasick, and the you know the skipper or whoever it is is like, just throw up. Once you throw up, you'll feel fine. Well, note yourself, chief. I've thrown up on a boat, and after it, I didn't feel fine. All I wanted to do was head back to shore.
0: Um, <laughs> it's the same as that. It's like when I got stung by a gurnard when I was a bit younger. I tell you what, if you think a flatted spike is bad. I have got another thing coming for you because that gurnard spike. I was offshore. It was 7:30 in the morning. We just started a, a, a charter, and I was at the back of the boat. And I just said to these guys, "Don't bring. If you see one of the, we caught one. So if you see one of these guys, don't bring it in the boat." Sure enough, it's a bucks party. Uh, don't know these boys. <laughs> don't don't know if these boys have slept yet. I don't know what's going on. I just remember being blind. This guy goes, "This is one of those fish." Swings the rod up. I grabbed the line to say, "No, wait!" Like so, he didn't hit anyone. And as I did that, he tried to swing it back into the water, and the gurnard spike, because my hand was on the leader, slung up. It was slung up, and in the knuckle on my, it was on my root finger actually, on the right hand, and uh, I dropped. Actually, no, I didn't. Ten minutes went by. Then I dropped. Feel my boss, goes, is it hurt yet? I said, no, nah, it's like a flatty. Like, no, no dramas. And then six minutes. Oh, yeah, sweats are coming. Eight minutes. Oh, here we go. Ten minutes. I'm literally, for four-hour charter, I was literally lying there, passed out on the deck. He's like, hot water works. Pat, hot water doesn't work. Nothing works. It hurt uh, for that long.
1: <laughs> Surely, uh, I reckon hot water would. At least you, if you go that hot, it'll actually feel worse than again. <laughs> it's like you're, bo- no, you're that- melting your... You- your skin off.
0: We had, I'm not joking. I'm, I was lucky to have skin left because I was doing it that much off the boiling water of the kettle. Next question is for you, Dangerfield. It's from Darren. Danger, there has been loads of Taylor getting caught along the Gold Coast surf beaches with plenty of anglers chasing them, as we have seen on social media. But have you had a chance of getting one yet?
1: I actually went for a, uh, a swimmer in the wake of surf. And I had a random guy come up to me, Fredman, and ask this very same thing. He said, oh, I've listened to the show. Do you know there's plenty of Taylor being caught? And I actually didn't until he'd, um, he'd told me. So I've done a little bit of research. And yeah, right up and down the coast at the moment. And you've obviously got to pick your spots because those, those deeper troughs of water of where um, and anglers have been getting the most success. But probably, I think it's roughly 20 minutes south of sort of the Gold Coast Beaches, so those broad beaches is where there's a greater chance and more fish than fishing for. Them. But I have seen some anglers there, so um, I haven't had time to fish yet, given the four-day turnarounds. But we've got a bit of a break now between now and Adelaide, so I might get up for an early one. The, the kids are now staying with us again, and take Georgie boy down for a, a bit of a fish. Next one is from Mitch Red. This may sound dumb, but what does Seeing some days on the bay are calmer than others, even though it's windier than the previous experience. I think what he's saying, you go out some days and it's quite calm, yet on other days you go out, it's beautiful on land, but you're in the middle of the bay and it's windy as buggery.
0: Yeah, well, another point I'm looking at with him as well, he might be asking as well, you are right, because wind flows, flows, obviously, on water quicker and there's nothing to break it up. So it hammers through the bay, for example, Port Phillip Bay in the ocean. It just carries. So another way I think he's asking it also is some days he goes out and it's rougher on the water, but saying it's a 10 knot breeze, but then he goes out on another day and it might be 15, but it's calmer than what it is on a 10 knot day. And what I mean, what what's happening there is the fact that you, different elements are causing different things. So Pat, if you and I say set up in the Simmons channel on an incoming tide with a 10 to 15 knot southerly wind, it'll nearly be calm, like glass calm. Like it'll be not glass, but it'll be quite calm because the wind and tide are flowing in the same direction. But you would not be able to sit there and fish on the outgoing tide coming down Simmons Channel with that southerly wind. And that's going to make it quite rough and turbulent the water. So I reckon what's happening, Mitch, you're not getting your wind and your tide together in the same direction, which is making your day, like I always say, much more pleasant. So, whiting fishing on a like you want to fish whether, whether whatever species is in the bay as much as possible, wind and tide in the same direction, because at the prime time of those tides, when you're waiting for that gummy to come up, as you swing off your anchor, because you got wind and tide, which is the prime time that those gummies eat that last hour and a half, which I spoke about in my salt guide workshop during the week, is when you want to be there. So, wind and tide together, and also Pat, you could fish what out the front of mogs on your snapper grounds there, your pinky grounds there, on a 20-knot northerly, quite calm. But if you do that on a 20-knot southerly, you wouldn't even be getting the boat in the water huh, would you?
1: No, exactly right. So that wraps up the social club. If you've got a question for Aaron or I, make sure you head to our Real Adventures social pages and don't forget to download the new Real Adventures app. It is free in the app store. It has all the latest podcasts, fishing news, tips and tricks, and you can send in your questions to that.